Hi, my name is Jonas and I am from Danier Accounting and in this podcast here I'm just going to share a little information with you about bank accounts in Denmark. So one of the questions that I get quite often when a client wants to incorporate a limited liability company is whether or not he needs a Danish bank account. So this podcast here is in English and you're probably listening to it because you live abroad or you have moved to Denmark in order to incorporate your your limited liability company. And for most of the clients in that situation, well, if you live abroad, then naturally you're sitting somewhere in the US or somewhere else, and you've been thinking about opening this limited liability company in Denmark. And the question you then have is, do I need to go to, for instance, to Copenhagen to open a company account in order to make my limited? So the answer to that is, No, not really. Um, You're able to incorporate the limited liability company even without going to Denmark. You will need to submit your ID. So you will need to submit a scan of your passport and proof of your private residence as well. It could be some form of public ID if you have it, or it could be a utility bill stating your name, your private address, or it could be a bank statement, a private bank statement with your name and private address as well. So... The limited liability companies we have in Denmark, well, there is quite a few, but the two most popular ones will be the Danish APS or the IVS. We have uh, some blogs on this website, some videos, some podcasts as well, explaining the difference if you have not yet uh, studied um, what is most convenient for you. But in general, you can say that If you decide to make an APS, then there is a minimum required equity capital of 50,000 Danish kroner. And during the incorporation of the company, then most clients will use either an accountant or a lawyer. And almost always the equity capital will be paid into a lawyer's client account so that the lawyer is able to verify that the company had 50,000 Danish kroner on the day of registration. That's his job when he uh, when he's a lawyer. And he will say to you that he's not going to refund or, re- or pay out this equity again until you have a Danish bank account for the new company. So basically, you're going to transfer 50,000 Danish kroner to the lawyer. He, he will register the company because now he has the equity. Um, like I said, you need to submit ID and you need to sign, of course, all the incorporation documents and so forth. But he's able to register the company, so, so that's, of course, a good thing. But he's just going to hang on to your equity until you've been to Denmark and until you've registered a company account. So that's the APS. And for the IVS, it's a little different because you actually have an option in the IVS to pay the initial equity capital in cash And if the equity capital is between one Danish kroner to 25,000 kroner, then basically all you do is is sign a document where you state that you have paid the initial equity capital in cash to the company. So by doing that, you naturally do not need a bank account. So just to sum it up, if you want to incorporate an APS, you're able to do that from abroad without making a bank account but the lawyer will hang on to your money until you've been to Denmark and incorporated a bank account. For the IBS, in terms of the incorporation, you can pay the equity in cash and you do not need a bank account either, right? So sitting abroad, you're able to do both an APS and an IBS. 
Then we come to the bank account, because let's say you've made an APS and the lawyer is hanging on to your 50,000 Danish kroner and you would like to get them paid out so you can start spending the money for, for instance, buying goods or equipment. Well, then it's time to visit a bank. So if you don't know any Danish banks, then on our website you will find a few links. We've linked to two contact forms of two of the largest banks. And also we have linked uh, to, I think it's like five of the largest banks. You can also just Google it if you want. Just Google uh, Danish banks and you'll find uh, the, the biggest ones, I'm sure. So the thing is that when you sit in Copenhagen and you are thinking, now I want to visit some banks, then you'll very quickly discover that when you walk around in the city and visit the banks, they're going to be very reluctant to open a bank account for you. And that's not because of you. It's everybody that has it like that, even native Danish people. The reason for it, we don't really know. It's been like that for many years, five, six, seven years, maybe even longer. And it just takes a long time. And it's not even possible to pay them a fee to get the account. They're just reluctant. So most banks will probably say no to you. Um, what you can do to increase your chances of getting a company account is by preparing a little. So make sure that you have a business plan. Spend some time on that before you come to Copenhagen. It doesn't have to be a big business plan, but of course, the better it looks, the you know, the more serious they're going to to take your approach. Another thing you will need is a budget. Make sure that you have a budget of your income, of your costs, and so forth. If you're not good with numbers, get somebody to make the budget for you. Pay an accountant, you know, pay a friend, or give him a bottle of wine or whatever. Just get some help. You know, don't show up in the bank with a budget that's not professional. That will definitely not help you out. Once you've been in the bank and they have your business plan and they have the budget, well, like I said, probably they will say no anyway. But there seemed to be a period of around three to six months where they're reluctant. And then after that, they kind of change a little. And actually, most clients at some point will end up getting a bank account. So it's more about being patient and waiting a little and then you will get it eventually but not during your first trip if you're just going to come to Copenhagen for a few days so if it was me living abroad and I was making a, a limited in Copenhagen then I would plan to go to Copenhagen for a few days bringing my business plan and my budget and I would probably visit five different banks in the beginning then I would not expect to go home with a bank account. I would prepare myself for that already. So I know that it's only a matter of shaking a few hands and networking a little with the banks. And then I would go back again. Once the business is started and you have some activity, you've done your first sales invoices and you know you probably had some cost and so forth. Well, after some time, you're able to produce a profit and loss statement and a balance sheet. If you add that to the business plan and the budget, then it will help, right? So that's why I said usually after three to six months, the banks tend to be a little more uh, willing to um, to open a bank account for you. So, But it takes a little patience. So the question will be, how do you run a business without a bank account in the first three to six months? And well, that's a good question. Many clients from abroad will say, can't I just open a bank account abroad? And the answer to that is, Yes, you can. I mean, you can open a bank account for a company abroad. It's not a problem. But the lawyer, if you have the APS, he's not going to transfer the money abroad. Either way, he only wants to do that to a Danish bank account. But it could solve some practical things, like you need to receive payments from clients and you also need to pay your suppliers. So the problem is that if you're a Danish company 
and you have Danish clients, well, maybe your clients will think it's a little strange that they have to pay their invoices abroad, right? So that would be probably an annuance for you and for the client. You would need to explain at least why they have to pay to a foreign bank account. But it is doable, of course. There might be some extra cost for you for the for the cross-border transfers. But, you know, it's a workaround and, and, and it might work. Uh, the same thing goes for the suppliers. Well, you need to pay bills, of course. And you can do that naturally as well from a bank account abroad um, that belongs to the company. That's not a problem. Some clients ask, can I use my private account in the beginning? Well, if I assume that you're living abroad, uh, which most of the English-speaking client does, then I would say you might as well open a bank account for the business abroad as well. It doesn't make sense to use your private account abroad because it's going to look very unprofessional for your own clients, right? Um, second to that, there's also a, an issue with receiving payments from clients into a private account. And that doesn't matter if it's abroad or in Denmark. But in general, if you receive money from the company's clients into your bank account, well, then basically you're, you're borrowing money from the company, right? I mean, the money is putting its money into your bank account, your private bank account. And, and in that second, you borrowed the money from the company. You might pay it back later, but, but at the time the money gets deposited into your bank account, you actually borrowed the money. That could lead to some tax complications because in the eyes of the tax office you actually just got a salary from the company so can you do it well technically yes you can but but using a private bank account can also uh, create some problems for you if we imagine that you uh, pay bills for the company as well let's say that you pay bills for a hundred thousand danish kroner in the beginning and you only receive payments from clients for 50,000 Danish kroner, then it's not really a problem because then the company owes you money, right? Because you paid more, more money out from your private bank account than you received. So if that's the way it, it, it looks in the beginning, then it's actually okay. You, you could do that because, like I said, you would have paid out more money than you received. So the problem is only when it goes the other way. When you receive more money on your private bank account, then you pay out. In that case, it looks like you got a salary from the company. So yeah, so just to clarify again, it is possible to use a private account in the beginning. We don't recommend it because it could easily end up in some tax implications. So you could choose, like I said also, to create a bank account abroad, use it in the beginning. You might have to explain your clients why they have to transfer uh, their money abroad. But you know, I think most people understand that it's quite difficult to, uh, to make a bank account. So it's not, you're not the first one, I, I guarantee you that. So um, yeah, so that kind of sums it up. In terms of the, um, the legality of uh, having bank accounts abroad, well, that's not a problem. It doesn't state anywhere in the law that a company cannot have a bank account abroad. So you're definitely able to do that. So it's only the, the practicalities, the fees and, and the explaining to the clients that's a problem. So um, yeah, so I think that kind of sums it up. And, and like I said, after three to six months, you'll you'll discover that the banks are more willing to to um, to open a bank account for you. And once you get the bank account in Denmark, of course, all your problems will will be solved. So I hope this uh, little podcast uh, clarified some of the issues uh, relating to living abroad and opening a limited company, and also the whole. Uh, thing with uh, opening a bank account so thank you for listening if you have any questions or if you need any help with business plans or budgets well give us a call 
or send us an email, you can call me on my mobile phone, which is plus 45 26 27 77 77. Or you can just send me an email, that's usually the easiest. And you can do that on jonas at danieraccounting.com. So that was everything I had to share with you. So thank you for listening and have a nice day.